This is Switch. So joining us once more on the show, I'm really pleased to welcome Sean Foley, who is the Artistic Director at the Birmingham Rep. Welcome, Sean. Hello. Hi. Hi, James. It's great to have you back on. I think the last time we spoke, I think it was in the September of last year, and we were talking about various things that were going on. And you described, I think, a long interval, I think was the phrase that you used. And I I think we're sort of heading towards the end of the interval now. We've reached the end of the interval, thank goodness. I mean, we all know that, you know, the COVID hasn't completely gone away, but nevertheless, we've been able to, you know, under government regulations, reopen the theatre again. And thank goodness, because, you know, we were 18 months in an industry with zero income because we only can exist by selling tickets and getting all the good people of Birmingham and audiences from even further afield to come along and see the show. So we actually opened our first playback was a classic we did the 25th anniversary production of East is East, which was actually a, firstly a play, then a brilliant film. Uh, this was the 25th anniversary production, and it's a play that actually started at Birmingham Rep. And as they say, not many people know that, but it did. So it's a magnificent production that has now gone to the National Theatre in that there, London, and is I get lots of rave reviews, truly rave reviews, and people are loving it. So we're delighted with that. And then next week, we're going to open a brand new musical with the songs of Sir Tom Jones. It's called What's New Pussycat? And I've been watching preview performances and it's absolute knockout. So if you really want that thing of a great night out and to leave the theatre walking on air with a sense of joy, that is the show for you. I was reading about that uh, because it's a very interesting kind of reworking of I think a book from the 18th century, a Henry Fielding novel. It's not the biggest selling point for a new musical to say it's based on a on a well, it's a comic novel anyway, but it, you know, based on a book from the 18th century. But actually, there's a pretty wild story behind it. In that that book was made into a film in the early 60s, starring Albert Finney, called Tom Jones. A young singer from Wales saw this film called Tom Jones, and decided to make his stage name Tom Jones. So Tom Jones is actually, the singer Tom Jones I'm talking about, was in fact actually inspired by, in effect, the originals. And if that isn't enough Tom Jones for you, then um, <laughs> I don't know what is. But anyway, it is, it, it, so so the, 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 the sort of delicious kind of premise of the musical is that actually we are staging the book Tom Jones but with the songs of Tom Jones. I hope that's cleared it up. <laughs> it's a great origin story, I think the phrase is at the moment. It is, absolutely. Great origin story. And I, I can't emphasise enough, actually, what an incredible feel-good show it is. It's very funny, uh, written by a, a brilliant guy called Joe DiPietro, who has written many wonderfully successful musicals including memphis the musical and all sorts of other things and uh choreographing it is also the legendary dame arlene phillips late of strictly one of the you know the greatest ever judges on strictly and st- still going strong she's done incredible work the whole book has been reset in the 60s to reflect the tom jones from wales rather than the original tom jones of the book and it's got fantastic 60s moves which of course arlene is all over uh, brilliantly written co- 
comic scenes to go with it by Joe and all put together by a fantastic young director who's just done big hit musical in London's West End. It's really a great night out. I can't emphasize that enough. And it's on, it's a world premiere, by the way. So we're starting off with a, you know, we started off with a fantastic 25th anniversary production, East is East. Now we've got a world premiere new musical at the Rep. And then I'll be doing, uh, for our Christmas show, the 20th anniversary production of a show I was originally involved in in 2001, which is a kind of Morecambe and Wise tribute show, really, called The Play What I Wrote. And that will actually be my first, my very first show that I've ever directed at the Rep, despite being appointed to uh, be the artistic director in, in the summer of 2019. Because what happened was that I had a number of freelance projects still to complete before I could take up the post. I finished those with directing the stage version of the sitcom Upstart Crow with David Mitchell in the West End in February 2020. Finally got to Birmingham. Three weeks later, shut the theatre down. So it genuinely has become my first season that I've you know put together, even though I got the job two years ago. So it's it's pretty incredible for me, and, and it's a delight for me that um, I'll be able to do this very special 20th anniversary production of the play What I Wrote. Well, let's explore that a little bit, because it's a really interesting production. It's a new production of um, that play. So it's something that you and Hamish McCall and Eddie Braben, I think, melded together. Let's put it put it that way. So it, in, in many ways, it's, it is about Morecambe and Wise in a lot of ways, I think, but it's more than that. It's, is it a celebration of sort of double acts and the comedy business it is really yeah it's it, uh we were asked by you know it's a sort of classic story actually we were a big west end producer to come up with a show about Morecambe and wise and hamish and i we didn't know eddie at the time but hamish and i sort of sat there and thought well this is insane you know this is the poison chalice of all time because we were a young double act you know the idea of of having the temerity as it were to put on a show about Morecambe and wise seemed to us that it would be career suicide because everyone would hate you. Like, you can't be as good as them. You can't be. They're so loved. They're probably the greatest, well, certainly the greatest double act that Britain has ever produced and and probably the most loved comedians still, really. You know, decades later, everybody knows them, particularly the sort of Christmas shows that, was, that were viewed by 25 million people, like over half the population would, you know, tune in to see these incredible comedians and all their guest stars and everything. And so we we, we just said, no, we, we're not going to do this. And this West End producer was very persistent. And he, and he said, well, just come up with an idea. And we came up with the idea of baiting the show on our own double act. But as it were, in relation to the greatest, in relation to Morecambe and Wise. And so the show is really about a sort of failing double act who can't get it together and, and can't get the success that they feel is theirs. And but they're inspired by Morecambe and Wise uh, in this show, and so inspired by them that you know they sort of do material that is very similar to Morecambe and Wise, and they do you know the play within the play that was so famous in Morecambe and Wise, where you got you know your Glenda Jacksons turning up to be Cleopatra. Well, we had our own version of that. We had incredible people turning up. We had Glenn Close when we were on Broadway. We had you know Rafe Fiennes did the opening night in in London, we had Ewan McGregor, we had Dawn French, we had all sorts of incredible people coming along to be the guest star in the play within the play bit, which is a kind of crazy French revolution based, you know, just a sort of daft 
daft play, like the plays What Ernie Wrote, which is why we called the entire show The Play What I Wrote. People could expect if they come along, I think, a great evening in the theatre. It's certainly a really incredibly funny evening in the theatre, but it's got this extra added magical ingredient of you don't know who the guest star is going to be because we change them sort of every night. Genuinely, we, we had Kylie, we had Richard E. Grant, we had all these, Sting came along and did it for a night. That was incredible. So we, we had an amazing array of guest stars and that's exactly what we're intending to reproduce at Birmingham Rep for this Christmas season. And it's launching the show again and then it will go on, on tour. It's, it's a very unique show. It's a very funny show. And I'm really proud that we'll be able to to launch it again at Birmingham. I think it's a really clever show as well, because um, although, as you've mentioned, it's about double acts, it's also about what I would broadly call the kind of madness of theatre, that kind of creative unknown. And there's also a bit of ambitions clashing and egos, um, you know, at loggerheads. That's exactly right. I mean, the, the, the plot of the show without going too deeply into it, I mean, it's not exactly head of gobbler as it were but it is you know one half of the double act the sort of ernie type i could be the next tom stopcock so and then the other half of the double act no 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 you know this can be great it's great making people laugh and and so there's this sort of clash at the center of the drama if you like of the evening is how are they going to resolve their differences and are that are their particular double act it was of course sean and hamish how are their that particular double act going to resolve that difference the guest star and doing the guest star and doing the play within the play kind of helps them resolve that so we should mention as well i think on the 9th of december there is a post-show discussion so people that want to dismantle and explore it more than uh, the regular audience can uh, can come along to that they can yeah but we, we 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 start the show sort of you know preview performances and preview performances you know the, the show will be there. It's just I guess it's it's uh, I I always say in rehearsals you you practice together with the cast to get it right, and then when you start previews you practice with the audience to get it right. <laughs> so it's 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 that wonderful moment where a show first hits an audience and you can enjoy the laughs with the audience particularly when you're doing comedies you end up you know in week four rehearsal thinking absolutely none of it's funny luckily enough actually we, we've done the show and and sort of know it's funny thank goodness so they're going to be wonderful and that that starts right at the beginning of december so we have the big gala opening on december the 6th which is a monday and then as you say a few days after that we have a, a post-show discussion so anyone who wants to come along and say Anything from why on earth did you do that to did, did you meet the Morecambe family, which we did and talked to, didn't, sadly didn't, never met Eric. But, you know, uh, questions will be answered. Excellent. And just finally, Sean, I'm just keen to ask you, you mentioned at the start about the kind of coming back and the reawakening of uh, the rep and, and things are starting to get back into full swing. An important part of that, I think, is uh, what I think is called the open house redevelopment. And this is really sort of some physical change as much as reaching out to the local community that's right significantly we're getting a front door amazing guy called graham winteringham who was the architect of this the new rep as it was once called the birmingham rep theater on centenary square and he's now 97 and he's still coming to the opening nights and he's still coming to the preview shows and i saw him last night and he swore blind that what we're doing is what he wanted to do originally and was stopped by Birmingham's famous city planners from doing it, which is to put a front door in. 
the building is now going to have a, a front door onto Centenary Square. So you, you know what? No longer will people be walking past going, oh, I'd love to see that show, but I don't know how to get into the building. So that's one of the things we're doing. All the new, all the foyer areas are getting a sort of wash and brush up, upgrade. It's going to be a fantastic place to meet for a drink, meet for a coffee, meet your friends in town and go and see a show. So as you said, you know, our whole intention is to keep opening the rep up, keep opening the idea of going out for a, to a show to people who, you know, maybe think theatre's not for them. It's our job to put on shows that people will respond to and love and think, well, do you know what? Actually, theatre is for me. I had a great time last night. So it's all part of that about making sure that Birmingham Rep really takes its place again amongst the very, very finest theatres nationally and internationally. And, and that's that's the goal. At the Rep, we make new shows. We make new pieces of theatre and send them out into the world. And a great example is What's New Pussycat, as I say, brand new world premiere musical. Well, Sean, it's great to catch up with you again. And we wish you all the best for the 50th anniversary season at The Rep. Thanks very much. Thank you. <laughs>